Welcome to Simple Tech Talk, innovative topics and creative introductions to the marketplace. Yes, welcome back to Simple Tech Talk, ladies and gentlemen, where we take what can be considered complex and break it down into easy to understand language. And of course, we are sponsored by Board Active, available online at boardactive.com. Friends and listeners, we have some heavy hitters in the room today. First of all, CEO and founder of Board Active, Mr. Doug Pittman. Welcome back to the show, Doug. Hey, Joy. Thank you for having us. This is going to be fun today. Yeah, of course. Also on the show is Spencer Graham chairman of the Digital Signage Federation, the only independent not-for-profit trade organization serving the digital signage industry. Uh, Of course, available online, digitalsignagefederation.org. Spencer, we'd love to start off the conversation with you. You know, you've been in the digital signage industry for a very, very long time, but that's just scratching the surface because, Spencer, you're also involved in business development and the higher education market for real digital media, a strata cash company. What are some of the biggest shifts in digital signage that have taken place since 2010 when DSF was founded? Well, I'm happy to be here and appreciate the opportunity, but certainly um, we've seen, I can remember going to the, uh, when we were tasked, I was at that time with uh, West Virginia University and was tasked with creating their uh, digital signage network. And I remember going to the first digital signage expo when it was still at the Navy Pier in Chicago. Uh, It's now in in Las Vegas, obviously, but uh, there were probably three or four content management systems available to to drive your network with, and there were just a handful of vendors and manufacturers there, and uh, now there's hundreds of CMS content management systems out there. There's certainly all sorts of higher tech today than there was back in 2010, in the way of integration between, um, you know, somebody saying, okay, how do I create a, a digital signage network? What all do I have to do now? It's a lot easier access into that space. And then, of course, we're awful proud of this from the Digital Signage Federation, industry education. Yeah. Hey, Spence, got a question for you also on the education part. Can you go into that a little more and explain what the DSF education program is all about? Personally, I'd like to know myself. Uh, I know you guys have talked about it, but I'd like to hear from you on on, uh, maybe inform some of the listeners that what DSF and the educational uh, realms are. Can you explain that to us? Sure. And when I went on to the board, Seven or eight years ago, I went on to the education committee and uh, served there. I actually served on the education committee before I actually went on on to a uh, board position. But one of the things that we have done, of course, we are associated with the Digital Signage Experts Group, which uh, has the Digital Signage Certified Expert Program and a number of other certification programs. But then we, the Digital Signage Federation, has created what we call the micro-credential programs. And what the micro-credential programs are a 20 to 30 minute deep dive into a specific technology or a specific interest within the digital signage industry. And it's easily consumable. They are created by our members themselves. So in other words, somebody that we've had uh, peerless who are mounting solutions, they created a micro-credential 
uh, on mounting solutions. So let's say somebody said, you know, I've, I've got to hang some digital signage here, but I need to know a little bit more about some of the solutions that are out there. They can go in there, look at this uh, micro-credential course. It's 20, 30 minutes long. They can do it on a lunchtime or they can fit it into their schedule. There are a couple quizzes within that 20 to 30 minutes so that they consume that information. And then there's a, a short test at the end of it to make sure that they got that information. And they come away with a micro-credential on mounting solutions that they can put that micro-credential badge on their LinkedIn page there that shows that they have a certain knowledge base on that uh, micro-credential information. And uh, those are available to our members and to uh, the people in general. They're catching on like wildfire. We have about, I think we have close to 20 now that are live, and we have probably that many more that are in various stages of production right now, the object being that uh, these will be refreshed as necessary, you know, if information changes over a year or two. But that these are benefits to our members, again, by members, for members. And uh, one of these days, we'd like to have Board Active do a micro-credential on uh, that kind of technology. So uh, those are things that uh, the Federation does for its members. Yeah. Are these available for, say, brands, for a brand to be able to go in and say, okay, these guys, have a, they have expertise in this particular area, and let's talk to them. Is that available for a brand at this time, or is that something you guys are thinking about? We work with different brands as far as creating the micro-credential uh, themselves. The object of the micro-credentials is not to be an overt sales pitch. We give the, uh, the people that are the, the brand that is creating the micro-credential on the second page. They get to make their pitch of who they are and what they do, and then they dive into the, uh, the information there, and certainly people can follow up with them if they choose to. Every one of them is done by somebody different, a different member within the Federation there. So we're actually working on right now, we're trying to uh, create so that an individual brand, if they want to purchase X number of these micro-credentials, you know, we're, we're working through some of those things to where they can kind of get a, a little bit of a discount on volume, that sort of thing. But our education committee, they're sharp as tacks. I mean, they have really done an outstanding job, and it's gotten rave reviews by everybody that's been taking them. You know, we've got the ability to where if somebody hires somebody with some of these micro-credential programs like we have with the Digital Signage Federation, you can get people up to speed real quick on all things digital signage real quick. So just from a technology standpoint and an education standpoint, uh, it's been a, a difference between night and day in the last uh, nine years. Hey, Spence, uh, great to have you on our show. i got a quick question for you from my standpoint. You know, you're running a, a, a really, really up-and-coming, powerful organization and a, a group that really is the future. Digital signage the, it has a lot of different definitions to it. We all know what digital signage is now. We know that, you know, it's a visual. But the future of digital signage, to me, is in its beginnings as far as communicating. Tell me some of your insights on that. Well, I think that obviously... You know, we've come from where it was just uh, you hang and bang a sign up on a wall, and it was dumb. 
it only played whatever you put up on it at first, but now with technology, we see the smart technologies coming into play here much more at a micro level to where instead of sending a broad, generic type of content out there, you can micro-target a specific building, a specific lot in a store now even, as far as delivering content to people that are going to be influenced, hopefully, by that content. And, you know, from a marketing standpoint, that is uh, a huge benefit there. Things are much more responsive, it's faster, and it's smarter today than it ever has been. And I think that that's going to continue as we move forward there to where digital signage isn't just going to be kind of like a uh, a road-based billboard. It's going to be more at a personal level as we move forward. So Spencer, I wanted to get your take on this. Studies are showing that it's not as much about advertising now as it is about personalizing. So in your opinion, how will the addition of personalization, those features, impact the digital outdoor space moving forward? Oh, well, I I, I think that the ability, you know, as far as being a micro-targeted consumer brings in a number of different discussions, but the idea of helping me if I'm if I'm wanting something and, and uh, you can help me get that information uh, to make a better decision and quicker, it's more efficient type of a decision, I, I see that as a big, big factor. Of course, then again, how you do that, you know, is always a question and it, we all have our various uh, cell phones and, and we're using them and our laptops and our desktops and, and that and we are marketed to on a constant basis, no matter where we are. And of course, then that's going to call in, you know, discussions about privacy. And, and uh, I was, my mother is 85 years old, and she gets frustrated. And I get a call every two or three months about how she was talking to my sister on the phone the other day about a certain pair of shoes. And the next, next day, those shoes are popping up on the right-hand side of her computer uh, <laughs> in an advertisement. And, you know, somebody that's 85 years old, it borders on being helpful, but also potentially being creepy. <laughs> so, you know, it, it, there, there is a generational issue to data privacy, but, um, but certainly that is a very helpful thing to the consumer today. No doubt. Doug, I want to kind of pick your brain on this confusion that's going on in the outdoor space. What say you? Yeah, it's not just outdoor space. You know, I'm a member of the Association of National Advertisers, and uh, we'll be having Bob Leodice on next week, I believe it is, to be on your podcast. So I'm really looking forward to that so the people can really uh, listen to from a brand's perspective of what they expect. And I talked with uh, the ANA membership, and I'm also a member of OAAA, and I'm also a member of the DSF with Spencer. <clears throat> and, you know, sitting from my perspective as a software company, we hear and see a lot of different companies trying to do a lot of different things in order to grab that market share. <clears throat> There's really no one out there really grabbing it at this particular point. Naturally, we hope Board Active uh, is, does come out on top of that, and I think with our technology, we'll be able to do that in time. But right now, what I'm seeing is a lot of the brands are, are looking for that answer. They don't know where to go. There's a lot of them that goes in these um, agencies, and they're hoping the agencies can come across and, and get them to the point that they, they want to be able to 
personalized with their consumer. That's the big thing in the brand's world is, you know, they want to be able to communicate with that particular customer, that consumer. They want to retarget. They want the ability to reconnect and stay connected to that consumer, and that's that's vital. Now, DSF, the Digital Signage Federation, has a has a great group of members, and those members are all involved in in the visual world. And the out-of-home folks are, are in the visual and picture world, and, and they're also trying to capture that audience and, and drive them to these the, the brands. It's a circle that um, nobody's really grabbed, but I, I really believe that our company, Board Active, is right smack dab in the middle of all three to pull it together. And um, the ability to, to connect mobile to the digital signage world is, is happening it's working right now. The capabilities are there. So the ability to look at a sign and say, you know, gosh, I want to interact with that brand. It's here. There's no waiting for tomorrow. You know, I love what you just said, Doug. You said people don't know where to go. And as we all know, location has been called the next KPI, the next key performance indicator by industry experts. How has location really impacted the mobile marketplace, in your opinion, Doug? Yeah, location is it. I mean, it's uh, you've got to know how to grab that location and do and, and do the proper things with it when you have that technology available. Location-based marketing is the future. It's really, really going to be powerful. You know, the the ability to do things like, for instance, we're developing a, our product to be able to point your mobile device at a digital sign, a uh, a creative and bring that device down to mobile and bring that bit, uh, creative down to mobile so that that brand can interact with that consumer. And not only that, the ability to have the creative be able to be tracked all the way down to a point of sale system wow. and to be able to get a report showing that that creative produced that sale there's nothing any more powerful. You know, Spencer, I'm sure you're smiling right now hearing about this integration of digital signage and mobile devices. In your opinion, given your vast experience, how is that simple truth going to impact commerce moving forward? Well, I, I think that, number one, there's a difference between shooting with a shotgun and with a, a laser beam. When you look at it from a business standpoint, from a, a marketing budget, uh, you would much rather market to the people that are, are interested in buying your specific product as opposed to, uh, you know, hoping that you took out a, the right ad and a right size in a newspaper, uh, hoping that of the thousands of people that read the newspaper, that at least two or three of them saw your ad. So I, I just think that it's, from that standpoint, a technology standpoint, it's really a, an extremely interesting uh, concept there. And it's going to improve the bottom line. It's got to because you're micro-targeting individual consumers as opposed to uh, just hoping that there's an audience out there. Yeah, yeah, that's, that's great input, Spence. I'd like to uh, add to that with you. You know, the, the ability for a, uh, a brand to, you know, team up with and partner with a group that that not only takes a visual or a, a sign and brings it to mobile, that, that's a one-source solution that, that they're looking for. Nobody wants to have to hunt and peck and, and, and search for three or four different vendors to support them. And the partnership between software and hardware, which is what you have and what I have, to me, that is vital. And there's a lot of companies out there that's trying to make that happen. 
We call it uh, for here at Board Active uh, Visualmatic. And, and Visualmatic, the definition of that is very simple. I've made it very clear to the industry that the ability to connect a digital sign or any kind of sign and bring it to mobile so the brand can interact with that consumer, that's Visualmatic. And you know, there is a difference between Visualmatic and Programmatic. I'd like to know from your perspective what, what your thoughts are on Visualmatic versus Programmatic. Well, I, I think that it takes it down to a more of a micro level, obviously, to where if somebody is actually utilizing their device in their hand, you know, I think that uh, that becomes, obviously, if they're interacting with a digital sign, they're interacting for a reason, as opposed to just a, a standard ad that's out there. But uh, I think it's it's, it's fantastic uh, concept, and, and uh, it's got to... Uh, from an analytic standpoint, being trackable, that makes it very impressive. Yeah. The ability to increase the market share for the brand, the big brands in the signage industry is going to be huge in my my mind. Every brand is going to want some kind of digital platform uh, around their, their brand. They're, they're going to want to be able to connect with mobile. They see the value of it. They know that the see it, buy it part of uh, marketing is, is coming to life. So, uh, I only see huge increases in sales for digital signage. Exactly. And, I, you know, it's down to the point to where I know that my uh, boss and CEO, Ken Goldberg, just wrote an article here a week or so ago. And uh, one of the takeaways was is that he was saying that signs are now an interface to the viewer or the consumer. Yeah, I call them connect points. Yeah, and it's marketing versus just a sign up there now. And um, and that's where the analytics, I think, are, are going to really be critical because you're going to be able to uh, track individual users, whatever they see on on a uh, digital sign uh, in whatever venue they are. So I, I just think it's it's a very interesting technology. You know, Spencer, as we have been talking, I've been thinking about how perfect of a fit the board active software is for brand apps that are part of the Digital Signage Federation. I'd love to get your thoughts on that possible connection between Board Active Software and the Federation itself. First off, the operative word with Digital Signage Federation is the word federation. We can belong to an association, which means maybe we all sell uh, content management systems or we all sell uh, monitors or we all sell, sell the mounting solutions with a federation, we represent all those people, everybody that's, that are manufacturers, their vendors, their software people, their integrators, uh, their content creators. That's a federation that we're all involved with uh, digital signage. And that's one of the, the strengths of the digital signage federation. And we certainly value Doug and, and uh, Board Active. They've been a, a loyal sponsor for the uh, Digital Signage Federation, and you know we're here to serve our memberships. Uh, one of our mottos has always been uh, by members for members, and uh, I think that there is there is a lot of, of opportunity to connect with uh, not only brands but also other people in the space. Uh, therefore, uh, or board active. And uh, like I say, I, I just think that, that the Digital Science Federation 
that's one of the benefits in addition to our education programs and our national meetings, and, and that it's a good opportunity to uh, showcase things like that. Wow, such amazing insights from Chairman of the Digital Signage Federation, Mr. Spencer Graham, and Founder and CEO of Board Active, Mr. Doug Pittman. Guys, we're coming up against the end of this show, but there's so much more to get to, so I'd love to have you guys back for part two here on Simple Tech Talk. Sound good? Sounds good to me. Okay, thank you so much. Ladies and gentlemen, thanks again for taking the time to listen to this edition of Simple Tech Talk. We'll have part two featuring Spencer Graham and Doug Pittman coming up real soon. In the meantime, connect with us online at boardactive.com. Thanks again. Take care and have a great day. Thanks for listening to Simple Tech Talk. Visit us online at boardactive.com and follow us on the socials. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.